New York. You're you're in New York City. I I am. And uh, I was so worried about coming here. I like called the clubs to make sure they weren't underwater and stuff. And uh, aside from that night um, where they had, I think uh, one of them had to pump water out of a basement because it is a basement club. Um, You know, it was fine. And like I landed, it was gorgeous. The weather's gorgeous right now. Um, You know, Harlem, this part of Harlem's on a hill, so there's no flooding or anything. And so it's uh, beautiful. I had five spots last night, have five tonight. Oh, my God. Are, are, are yeah. Were they all 15s? Yeah, 15 to 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I got to really work some chunks. It was nice. Yeah, because you tend, like, you're you're just doing, you're you're working the same set list, not, not verbatim, but essentially, right? So that you don't get lost? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. There was one, one I had two spots back to back. Do you hear that? A little bit, but yeah, I think it's, it's not bad. Okay, that's uh, that's 145th Street for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was the last spot on one show at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, and the first spot on the next show, and they turned the room around pretty quick. So there was a a feeling. Of, Wait, did I didn't I just ask you guys this question? <laughs> oh, so true, they, so yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My day yesterday was ridiculous because I flew to Limestone on Wednesday night. So I right. I got to Bloomington, Indiana at like nine o'clock. Kind of awesome because I landed at 730 in Indianapolis, as did Dana Gould. And so yeah. the young man who picked us up drove us the hour 15 to Bloomington. And oh, I got to hang so out cool. with Dana Gould for an hour at 15 and Amazing. got to hear stories. Do you know that yeah. he... Uh, I don't know. He didn't tell me not to repeat this story, but it's awesome because he was working on the sequel to Spaceballs with Mel oh. Brooks a couple of years ago, Spaceballs 2. And he said, and this is this is me, not not him at all, but because he said it's a lot funnier than Spaceballs. And I said, well, it would have to be because there were funny <laughs> parts of Spaceballs. <laughs> and, and I was like, I mean, it's so epically clear that Mel Brooks doesn't like science fiction. Like he likes <laughs> fantasy. He likes fairy tales. He likes all these other things, but I would, and I bet you it's a great script, but they, they didn't make it so far. But the weird thing is, is I wish he and Mel Brooks would write a sequel to history of the world. Part one. That's one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies. I, I haven't seen that movie. I got to see it. Well, I do have to see it. Right. Blizzard settles and young Frankenstein are the ones that everybody says you should see. Yes. And, I have seen those, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, yeah. History of the World Part One is just silly. It's full of, you know, it's stick jokes, yeah. but it's also full of some really good satire. And, yeah. And so it's it. super fun. Yeah. So my to do list, Jackie, as soon as I finish with this Scandinavian uh, murder uh, porn <laughs> that I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, so we get there, we go out to dinner. Uh, Dana and I, uh, because he mm-hmm. hasn't, he's forgotten to eat. I was like, oh, I had a four hour layover. I've eaten. <laughs> who forgets and, uh, to eat? I can't stand people who forget to eat. Well, that, that, it doesn't I, compute with me. And I think it's a lie. 
<laughs> it, it, it feels <laughs> like you're putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and then you're starving. It's mm-hmm. like I, th- I think you're putting it off so that you can eat something healthy. I don't think it's forgetting so much as you're just like, no, I'm I'm going to eat a good thing and I'm going to have all that I want, but I all that's in front of me is crap. And you're like, yeah, just eat the crap. Just eat the. That's sadly that's where this one I- goes. I do feel like some people, uh, they don't notice their hunger until it's ravenous and that's genetic and it doesn't mean no good to hate them or wish <laughs> ill upon them, but I don't that like it and I don't hear about it. That has never you. That does not stop you. <laughs> and, uh, but so, so that was, that was Wednesday night. Thursday was the beginning of the limestone and, um, the swag bag for the limestone comedy festival this year, Jared and Matt, uh, put it together. My first I believe it is, if I remember correctly, though High Plains might have had this as well, but it might be my first comedy festival that didn't have a sex toy in it. The hilariousness. <laughs> the hilariousness, because it's a comedy festival. Why wouldn't it have a cock ring or a, a thumb vibrator or some fucking thing? That's right. Um, and Or why not a, a, a vibrator that uh, is default to women and make the men, uh, you know, take home something that they don't understand. <laughs> you know, the, right. Why do we I, always have to come home with some weird vaginas and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. That fleshlight that I got at Moon Tower one year was one of the dumbest. Oh, my God. It was, it was, I think it was Matt Bronger who literally pulled it apart on stage and just started <laughs> He literally did. It was either him or Kinane doing prop comedy with a disemboweled fleshlight. <laughs> it was so gross. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the show was wonderful. And um, hanging out in Bloomington is always a delight. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I did not want to leave. Uh, but I'm having a really good time. I'm in Alameda. I'm doing the Alameda Comedy Company uh, Comedy Club right now, and yay! We, uh, they put you up at a Wyndham. I was terrified yes. because the last Wyndham I stayed at, you, if you remember correctly, uh, Jackie and Lori fans, uh, the carpeting was gross and it was wet. Remember oh, that foul? But it was I, I booked it. I booked it, and it was an airport Wyndham. This is an Alameda, California. Bougie isn't, street, beautiful yeah. window. And isn't Alameda awesome. adorable? I love it. It couldn't be more adorable. It is essentially the Gilmore Girls from 2010. I I do it's, want if I were to start over and have like a husband and a family, we would go right to Alameda. Uh, it's just do not it's pass just go. Do not too yeah. sweet. I went to the farmers market this morning and bought uh, freshly picked hen of the wood mushrooms. <laughs> to make with my eggs tomorrow or the day after like, oh, like you're literally bring them back okay yeah, yeah i'm just bringing them back in my in my luggage because they this woman had different mushrooms that she was clearly they're not called a mushroom ear but she was she's a mushroom ear and uh and had picked boxes and boxes of mushrooms it was they were delicious looking so i don't a know anything mushroom alliés oh a shroom, a shroom. <laughs> write that down <laughs> Please write that down. <laughs> Mushroom um, Yeah. So, and the shows last night were nice. Uh, the the guys that are opening for me are very funny. Uh, San Francisco guys. And um, and so that was a delight. I was so tired, though. It was a 10-hour travel day yesterday. You must have been exhausted. Yeah. L- but at least punchy. you have a day to chill. Well, today I have the day to chill. But because uh, I, oh, okay. I, I got to the hotel at 5.30. The first show was at 7.00. Oh, I, I was thinking you had, you had a day ahead of limestone, but you did, you went right to, I, 
Right. Alameda. I had a day ahead of, oh, yeah, went right to brutal. Alameda. So yeah, just took a quick bath and uh, headed over. And so I'm actually looking forward to tonight. Did a bunch of stuff from the album. We got album dates. We got album dates. We did. We did. Oh, they were, they were, there was some talk of us releasing them the same week, and there was some no. talk from us going, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was squelched. Yeah, we are separate people. Humans, And we yes. have each had long careers without uh, interacting with each other, and uh, we would each like the attention one gets for such a uh, situation. Right. So yours is coming out first, which makes sense because you recorded it first. And that is in the middle of October, I believe. <laughs> that, I feel like that's what you told yourself uh, <laughs> to calm yourself down. When, that is when exactly. You're like, exactly. well, well, I guess you recorded it. But, God fucking damn it. <laughs> that is exactly without the head shake and the screaming. But um, <laughs> but there was head shake and screaming inside my head going, just calm down. You wanted it to I come out you. within two months. Yeah, at this juncture, you really you. do. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, last night, uh, a fan, Evelyn, brought us both masks. Uh, oh, masks she, see, she gave us our bracelets, right? Uh, yes, I believe yeah. she did. Yeah, and the, some of the base, some of the masks are are nice. I got a I got a peanuts one, a Snoopy one. That was pretty great. Oh, cute. Yeah, adorable. And uh, but the uh, and then I went to a restaurant here in Alameda for lunch with my friend from college that um, had been recommended by separately by the club owner, Patrick mm-hmm. and by the MC. Uh, oh. And yeah. Who was like, you got to go to the, the Burmese superstar, whatever the hell it's called. It was mm. amazing. It was genuinely delicious. And okay. I think they do spicy if you want spicy, but it was just all super flavorful and, and delightful. Anyway, but oh uh, wait, was I gonna? But there was something about oh, and then I got to see Sarah Schaefer too, and that yay. was super fun. But her I didn't get to see anybody is, do stand up. Oh, yeah. her set, yeah, her podcast is really funny. It comes out sporadically, but she also puts a lot of effort into it, so <laughs> she can't do it sloppily like we do. You know, yes. like she always <laughs> makes some video that gets a million hits, so there's a lot of pressure. Uh, but it's really great. Um, Same with Data Gould. He did a live podcast oh, yeah. that I got to watch. He interviewed the director of Rudy and Hoosiers, who happens wow. to live in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Jeff Blue has a new flight out to uh, JFK at like one in the afternoon. Oh, wow. I, I might uh, try that. As long as I don't have a day job, I don't have to take the red eye. I don't know why I was punishing myself always to take. Well, I mean, this time out, I could have left during the day. I just didn't know they had a daytime flight. So that's that's like big news. That is um, big news. Red eye, it's getting really tough. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I come, I come here, I get in around eight a.m. and I just sleep till like three, and then I feel like shit anyway. And then I do right. my spots. It takes like a day spots. and a half to recover. Yeah, right. It's not it's right. So it'll uh, take so it'll yeah. take only a half a day if you just go normal, and um, yeah. Or if I leave at one, I'll get in at nine, and it's still it's it's not fucking with my sleep that much, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing is, uh, so, uh, Southwest. This is real tempting because the uh, the cab from JFK to uh, to here is like seventy eight. It's eighty dollars basically. 
you know, and that plus airfare, it's starts to get real, real expensive. And I was going to take the A train in, even though I was going to be exhausted, but I didn't know if it would be working because of the flooding and stuff. Right. So I'm like, oh, all right. But Southwest has one that has a flight that has to stop. So it's a total nine hour voyage. It is longer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Burbank to LaGuardia. LaGuardia is so much closer to Manhattan. It's right, like to absolutely everything. Yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll try that one day. I um, flew all Southwest. And Southwest actually was, uh, you know, if I ended up spending so much money on this trip to Indiana. Oh, God. Here just because, and I quite honestly don't even know what I'm being paid for this weekend uh, at Alameda. <laughs> because he told me when they were down to just doing the outside show, and there were only three shows, I think. And yeah. so I have no idea if it's what's happening, right? And right. Um, so, but yeah, because I kept like because it was a nine-hour travel day yesterday, and I and I had bought the early bird, but for some reason. Every single flight was packed, shoulder to shoulder, 100 people. I was sitting next to a kid on the flight out from wherever, I think I was in Den. it was Denver to Indianapolis. And the middle kid, uh, the, the young man in the, in the middle seat, was wearing an American flag um, mask that oh, he would pur- purposefully adjust below his nose. Oh. And I kept wanting to just, I literally, I thought about saying, hey, Kyle. Uh, Rittenhouse, if you could pull that up, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, but I, then I thought, what if you were murdered? So uh, what happened was, is the uh, the flight attendant came by and I gave her the big eyes. I was like, <laughs> sure, the JK eyes. And I looked at him <laughs> and I gave her the big eyes, and he did. And uh, but he was oh, the so one I said to you. Something to him. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Totally. My internet connection is unstable. Um, so I'm here. I thought, you were, I thought you were committing to your act out, but in fact, you froze. I'm like, wow, she's all in on this. The new Jackie. It is. It's. I'm also doing mime. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So I'm back in the Bay Area like three times in the next eight weeks, six weeks. Wow. I, I'm doing San Jose with Maria next weekend. The which club? The uh, improv? improv. Yeah. I'm also with her. There. I've only worked there with her. Um, tiered seating. It's a little big. It's one of those 450s that has yeah, that. I'm, I, I'm kind of a rooster's gal, but uh, she hasn't reopened. I, I got a rooster's so. date. That's the next time I'm coming. I got a rooster's date oh, in October. When is it? Don't know. Did she reopen it? I think it's about to be reopened. Oh, Because okay. I, I got a date uh, in no, uh, the fall. Yeah, exactly. Right? Okay. And... Um, so, and I'm also, oh, interesting. I typed in roosters to look it up and all yeah. that came up were three notices to send avails. <laughs> uh, yeah. So crazy. Oh, rooster tea feathers, October. Yeah. It's the weekend before, uh, Halloween. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so. I'm going to be, I'm going to go, I'm doing a set at the bell house. No, not the bell house. Shit. I, you know what? Never mind. but I'll be in New York, uh, Again. the weekend of the eighth and ninth. And that's Saturday. I'm doing okay. a set, uh, in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. I'll have more specifics, <laughs> I, uh, right, right, but you'll be back in New York of the weekend of the eighth and ninth. Yeah. Maybe union hall or something. I forget. Um, okay. but yeah, 
I just was reminded that I have an October thing as well. You got an October yeah. thing. Well, this week, so it's San Jose, Flappers, and Irvine. I'm opening for Maria three times this week, this next week. Wow. But cool. it's all kind of local. At least it's in, quite honestly, when I woke up this morning, I was like, ah, oh, it's Pacific time. I'm so happy. And I don't know why, yeah. I don't know why that happened, but, and then we're going back to Vegas. Maria's doing the, the, the new wise guys in Vegas off the strip. Wow. And, and right, she cool. hasn't been to Vegas in 20 years. Wow. That's exciting. She's uh, she's getting out there. And, but it, it'll be much, it'll be, I think because it'll just be the two of us. And yeah. there won't be there won't be those two banana heads um, or any banana heads, right? It'll just be right. Cute. No, yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> and yeah, it'll be there. There, there. Uh, yeah, unless Keith Stubbs has changed his life fundamentally, it'll be just fine. Yeah, right. And then you know, you're. I, I feel like people that go out to see Maria are very deliberate. You know, deliberately going out to see her, and yep. uh, so that's it's different from people losing all their money and all they can afford is the comedy show. Yeah. At the, which they have free tickets. The casino. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Hey, so you had a tweet up. Yeah. Can you write who it was about? Because I could think of any number of people that it was about. What was the tweet? The tweet was uh, canceled because they, pe- people are canceled because they're just bad joke writers. Oh my God. So many, but, but there, there there's this one guy. I don't know. Like I don't, I don't think I've seen him ever at a comedy club. But he, every time he pops up on Twitter in my feed, it's because he said something horrendous, and then been like woke culture, all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> uh, and it's just like, dude, that isn't a joke. Like it doesn't have a twist. It's just angry. So then I, I tweeted. I, I uh, someone had grabbed done a screenshot of his comment about. Um, it was like. Uh, spare me women not knowing that they're pregnant at six weeks, you know, you know, they're whores. It's that guy, right? It just doesn't, it's like, what? So, um, yeah. Oh my God. That guy's never gotten laid. He has never had a pregnancy scare with a girlfriend or anybody. Cause nobody knows shit at six weeks. No, I mean, you don't, and periods are all over the map. Some of them come every eight weeks. Some, I mean, it's, I was it, it never depends. regular. Different, yeah. right? Different women have different schedules. If you do something physical, if you're an athlete, that can fuck with your schedule. There's no schedule. If you're you a know? drunk, if you're a drunk, it totally <laughs> fucks with your schedule. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, uh, you you are the you were the athlete of drunks. That's what I that's what I tell Ooh, people. Finally, I've I've got good um, elbow skills. Anyway, go ahead. But 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 it's just. The I, it drives me nuts when people when there's that kind of guy that's like oh a uh, woke culture's killing it. It's like no, you didn't write a good joke, and you <laughs> could write a a decent joke that I yeah. wouldn't like. But right, it, it could be that, a mean joke, but a joke nonetheless, right? Yeah, or an ill-informed joke, right? Like I I've right. always come, like Nick DiPaolo, I've known uh, my entire comedy career. Like he'll write a good joke based off a flawed premise, and then I get annoyed because I'm like, I know you, you cherry picked your setup completely, but the joke will be funny, and it's like, oh, all right, It'll, it will be an anyway. actual joke. It'll be an actual joke yes. because he yes. has written a joke, and he's written a, a, right. These a, any number of people you could pick, 
you know, it'd be like if Michael Moore did comedy or because <laughs> he tends to cherry pick shit too. Right. And then, right. and then, and he has a point, he's coming from a very specific angle and you're just like, okay, it's actually a bigger, there's more nuance, uh, right, but right, all right, right, keep talking. And then, and then beat this thing to fucking death. It's not my favorite is what I'm saying. But if he did stand up, he would do the same thing on what ostensibly is the left. Who knows? I don't know. I, but I, I, I do see it I with totally these guys. Yeah. Well, but there no what Michael, you know, I don't since he doesn't do comedy, I don't think he's a great example of this, but I don't hear any leftist comics going, oh, the conservative, you know, woke, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I just hear it from this one point of view of being blaming people for not, you know, getting mad at at a statement. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's a statement, it's not a joke. Jokes right. have a twist <laughs> and there needs to be some wordplay here. And then I did a verse. I, I go, you could take this setup and you could write a joke about it. And I, and I, I did a sample joke and, uh, but you know, there's a twist there. And did it go viral? Did it get more likes than his? Oh, I don't, I doubt it. I, I, I don't I, I think want, so. Okay. Just, I just <laughs> wanted it. But it it just drives me nuts that they blame the wrong thing for f- causing the react the, the reaction they don't like. It's because the joke wasn't good. Yeah. It's not because your point of view isn't good because that that's irrelevant. If you can write a good joke, I'll laugh at jokes that are, that are flawed because they're good jokes. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, yeah. That's the guy I was talking about. But it, right. uh, but it, it happens a lot. It's it's a, a a lot of comics that aren't that good. They're not very good writers, mm-hmm. and but because they're they're taking their poor writing skills and applying them to conservative topics, mm-hmm. they blame the response on the topics. And it's like, no, it's your writing skills. I don't know how to fix it <laughs> because you don't seem interested in fixing it. You or can read a Gene your- Parrot joke book and figure it out. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of great material written poorly, what or uh, great? <laughs> this actually, this is a terrible. There was there's trouble with a clean comedy. Festival. Oh my god, that was amazing! <laughs> it was amazing. Three hundred dollars. Right, three hundred dollars. Explain, explain. Okay, explain so some town thing. in Indiana called Somethingville uh, has. Is it Greenville? Yeah, yeah. Because the name it, of the it, comedy club is called Gutties, and okay. I found out that there's a crazy—it's a chain. There's one in Edina, Minnesota. Boo! It's uh, a new chain. But Gutties used to be one-liners that I used to work all the time. It was okay. a club called One-liners, and it had. Did I tell you this last week, or no. did I tell you this? It had um, before, obviously before nine eleven. They had because they were near like a small airport. They have a joke half of a plane sticking out of the uh, roof as if the plane had crashed in the comedy club. And then after nine 11, it wasn't that funny, <laughs> uh, but uh, it was a fun room. I mean, very conservative audiences, you know, I, I, well, uh, it's, you know, it's supposedly I, the town where the clan was founded. Yes. But That's, I would yeah. say I've heard that a taxi driver told me that when I was driving around or moving around in town, but I do feel like, uh, there's at least 10 towns that claim that proudly, <laughs> so you can't necessarily. But yeah, okay, so that's just a little background on the club. Right, and it, it is supposedly a clean, conservative, uh, Christian with a K um, club, 
right? Like they're sort of like, it's, it's, it's sort of a very, uh, it's, it's pretty tight, but anyway, they I, have I a clean comedy. Say, they, it's a, they, it's, had a, they had like black comics in the, I wouldn't say they would, they would call, call themselves conservative or whatever with a K. Like they, I think it's the emphasis on Christianity. No, I'm saying, I'm saying uh, Christianity with a K because it's not a Christianity that I approve of. Me, Jackie Cation, uh, yeah. avowed, I'm a Christian. I think that their Christianity could take a K and shove it up their ass. Uh, so it is literally, because it isn't, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with Jesus. It doesn't have anything to do with um, the the idea of the gospel and and generosity and and the good the even being a goddamn good sport it's got nothing to do with it's super mean is what i'm saying and super judgmental without any of the judgmental is, for sure this is this is my opinion you guys yeah. get to do whatever you want out there but uh and you can cancel me if you want there's no punchline so i'm, I'm doing <laughs> that thing that Lori just talked about there's no twist uh so but the <laughs> The thing is, is it's, uh, so they, whatever they have, uh, the woman who, uh, runs, she runs a contest out of that club and it's called the clean comedy contest, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, it's $300 to, to get in, get this. It's $150 to audit. Oh my God. You can audit, audit. a contest, which means audit. you don't get to go up. Uh, but $300, the clean comedy contest, uh, Please. to be in it, 36 contestants, Fifth, yeah. We heard initially it was 15 people got COVID and three died. Right. But right, here's right. the thing. 18 three comedians. Because yeah. I later got a series of emails and DMs from a kid that was in the contest. Oh, really? Who was like, hey, I just want to clarify. And I was like, <laughs> oh, he no. said, you can't, you can't use my name. And I was like, I can do whatever I want. Uh, if you if you claim to have this information, he said there were 18 people who who got it and they were and and um, of the 36, which is half. And yeah. um, and three people so far have died and they That's were 12 of the uh, of the contestants died. And, and by the way, competition, none of them in the finals. I know that was, that's a, we got it. You got to credit Augie for that. Cause that was a, that was a hilarious and cruel observation. That I love. <laughs> He's like, they didn't even make the finals. That's what you died for. Yeah. Yeah. And so 36 people signed up for this thing for something like 300 bucks a pop. And then, um, the, you had the chance to win a thousand dollars. Oh my God. You had a chance. And then to the net. guy that did, the guy that did win, he there again. It's not he's. It's got not his own super career. funny. This is all very sad. And, no, but, it but is he. Ridiculous. They gave him a giant trophy. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do with a trophy? It was a chalice. <laughs> a comics <laughs> live out of their cars. You gave right. him a trophy that's gonna take up the entire passenger seat. <laughs> It was, it was a caricature. It was a character and COVID. Yeah, three hundred dollars oh get God. COVID. <laughs> That might have been Augie's as well. I get no some one, real good no, singers. Yes, no one was uh, saying anything. It it was like it, it was just sort of the rumor mill for a while, and then we all just started posting about it. Right, because the, what happened was is we heard the rumor, and then I was like, and then I started talking to Indiana Comics. I'm like, is this true? 
And then, um, wait, because you had heard it from Brogan. Last week you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so I was like, "That's a rumor. That can't possibly be true." And then, and then it turns out it's dead true. And then we find yeah. articles, and we find you know blog entries, and we find obituaries, and uh, oh my god, three mm-hmm. obituaries in from one comedy competition on Facebook. And then the woman running it, Leslie Norris Townsend. I oh, nice call, um, nice grab. Maybe it's three names. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, I, I, uh, went down her, you know, looked at her schedule a little bit. She's doing a lot of church stuff, like church shows, masks, not required vaccines, not required. Like she's, I, I don't know who got the initial case of COVID and spread it, but what she's doing <laughs> is going to keep doing that. Yeah. And so, her, all of her credits. The only thing I noticed was her credits were like Fox news and Huckabee. Those were her Huckabee. two credits. Yeah, those were her Huckabee. two credits. Like Huckabee <laughs> writes jokes that are bad, but they yeah. are jokes. Right. Right. They are not good jokes, but they are joke no. jokes. Yeah. Hey, let's take a break. I'm Jesse Thorne. This week on Bullseye, David Byrne on the talking heads, easing back into live performance and the magic of doo-wop. You don't get it very much. People doing dip 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 whoa, whoa, You don't get a lot of that. <laughs> Listen to Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. And let's also talk about who opened for me in Bloomington two nights ago. Comic of the week, new comic of the week, Indiana comic to my knowledge, Shanda Sung, S-U-N-G, but her, her. Oh, she froze just as she was. Twitter handle is Shanda Panda. What? I said you froze right before you gave the Twitter handle. It was like kind of classic. So much suspense. So much. (laughs) It's Shanda Panda. It's at Shanda Panda. And um, she is a mom and does really funny mom jokes. And she's kind of, you know. It is, I guess, Jared was telling me that, or might have been Matt, that she, oh, I think it was Jared, because she went up just days before she gave birth, and I was like, this, uh, I've heard others, others do this. Uh, Yeah, it turns out she's just pregnant. She's not, uh, she doesn't have a cold. Like, she can still walk and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still pretty cool. And um, it's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, good. Cheers to her for that. That's uh, that's that's fun. Um, uh, yeah. yeah so if great. you get a chance to see her, it's at Shanda Panda, and go check her out. She's doing she did the limestone this weekend, and uh, she was really funny in front of me. And uh, that's the comic of the week, guys. <laughs> shopping for new clothes <laughs> can be time consuming, tedious, and expensive. Fortunately, Stitch Fix. Make Stitch it Fix. easy to find the clothes you love. Okay, Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. You try on pieces at home before you buy them. You keep your favorites and you send the rest back. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns. This is totally true. And exchanges and prepaid return envelope is included. There's no subscription required. You try fix, Stitch Fix once. Or set up automatic deliveries. You pay 20 bucks for the styling fee for each box, but it gets credited towards the pieces that you keep. And like the box I just got, there was a dress there that uh, that I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this, but I'll try it on. And I probably wouldn't have tried it on in a store, uh, but it was in my 
it was in my bedroom. So I'm like, what the hell? And I kept yeah. it. I liked it. I, it, it shocked me. Oh, that's so, awesome. Uh, and, and the, the other stuff, again, super easy to put back in the box and they give you a, an envelope and I just put it on top of the mailbox and it, it was whisked away from me. So, uh, it's very, very easy. I liked it. I, I I have a very nice a blouse that I that I kept on the last box that is uh-huh. uh, that that is a little dressy and a little um, you know it's it's just nice. It's nice that they pick stuff because I'm only gonna I'm just gonna wear t-shirts forever. Right. So right. Uh, Stitch Fix will pick something a little dressier and I'll look a little less uh just like your little brother that turned into a 55 year old woman uh <laughs> get started today to at stitchfix.com slash jackie laurie and you'll get 25 percent off when you keep everything in your fix that's stitchfix.com slash jackie laurie for 25 percent off when you when you keep everything in your fix and if you don't keep everything in your fix uh you don't get a deal but the prices are they're reasonable you get to pick your price point so and they picked out clothes for you but if you like everything, you'll get 25% off uh, the whole box then. So stitchfix.com slash Jackie Lori. It's quite a deal. I don't know if you hear the uh, sirens going outside mm-hmm. my window. That's uh, I don't know. I like the hum of people. When I was in uh, in the village last night, oh, there we go. Good luck person in that ambulance. <laughs> um I love Greenwich Village Comedy Club. It's it's uh, very it's part of the Al Martin Empire. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, uh, it's so it's so low key and but it's fun. And I always come up with like different lines there. You know, it, there's there's not the pressure of some other clubs where you you really are like oh I gotta kill I gotta follow this person. You know, and it. Maybe it's also an underground space, which is great. Um, so that was a lot of fun. There's but just it's right some spaces this- that just encourage that creativity. It kind of opens up the, yeah. it opens up the dialogue yeah. and you come up with stuff. Yes. Um, it's right next to the cellar. Like it's next to the cellar empire. And yes. uh, so it's like, I was walking by the cellar. I'm like, oh, it'd be, you know, it, it would be nice to work here too again, but I don't know. It's, it's a lot of commitments um, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of commitment to killing every time you're on stage and hammering. And yeah, and, uh, that's, I and mean, that's good. That's fine. But, uh, and you're already it, doing it nice five just... sets a night. You're doing five sets a night. So that seems yeah. plenty. So yeah, Last I think you're doing would be better <laughs> uh, and seven would be terrific. <laughs> Uh, you're out of your mind. I had, uh, so my, I was so punchy last night that second show, I decided to start new stuff. I just started to just work on the new stuff. And, you know, I, I, the good thing about the album being done is that I can go to the closer. I can go to the opener. I can go back to the, to the, to my favorite parts of that hour. Um, and just even, and quite honestly, just still, I don't know why I keep, you know, there's part of you. There's, this is not me, but uh, sometimes I feel like it is. So I don't know if, what, a, uh, when I say jokes that are, and this only happens right after I record albums. I'm like, don't, don't say those jokes anymore. You'll just drive yourself nuts with getting them tighter or writing new tags. But every time I still do it anyway, I was listening that, that, uh, that last, that last day in Vegas last week, I listened to, um, one of my albums that uh, that 45 minutes before the show started in an effort to figure out what was good. And I realized that I did a line. Remember, um, 
I, I do this uh, on one of the albums. There's an LA job thing, the DiGiorno joke and, and mm-hmm. the dog. I did a, I do a joke about, I used to do a joke about uh, dogs uh, and sleep apnea masks. And so when I recorded the album, it was before I wrote the pu- the very final punchline, which is that the name of the sleep apnea mask company for dogs would be CPUP. And uh, <laughs> that is funny and silly. And I did it yeah. on Conan. I was psyched because it's recorded somewhere that I did it. Yeah. And uh, but it wasn't on the album. But I was like, oh, uh, shit. I was like, fine. And um, yeah. Why can't we sneak into our our old albums? And just drop in tags and then sneak the fuck out. Why is it set in stone like that? I don't know. I don't know. But, um, you know, my next thing I'm going to think about after this thing comes out mid-November. And everybody likes the name of my album, Staycation. And yes. I'm hoping that, and, and I told uh, Patrick and I told the 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 MC the name of the album. And uh, Patrick still pronounced my name Cashian. And ah! I was like... No, no. Uh, this is what we're doing. This is one of the reasons well, why we're calling the new album "Staycation" <laughs> so that you know how to pronounce my last name. Jackie, he had just come back from vacation, so that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, he had been on his own vacation, and uh, yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah. So I'm 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 ready. I'm ready to to get this thing out and. Um, the video uh, is supposed to be ready this next week as well. The and uh, we're gonna, I'm going to drop the video probably just on YouTube, and yeah, uh, yeah and see if anybody cares. And uh, you know, how, how, how do how do the how do the guys that um, have their specials on YouTube do it? Do they do it in chunks, like uh, 15 minutes, then an ad, or how do they do oh, it? You should watch one of them. Watch. It. I should. See watch, what Chad watch Daniels Norman, or, Mark Normans or yeah, Chad Daniels or Sam Morrill and see how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they've done, they've done a bunch of them so I could just check it out. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. I was thinking, yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> what about that's Joe Rogan? Okay. Huh? What about Joe Rogan? He had, he got COVID maybe. I know. I don't necessarily believe it. And then he said he took that horse dewormer. The horse dewormer thing is funny because you know who told me about that horse dewormer, uh, Vectrin or whatever it's called? Hmm. Uh, a month before everybody was. Um, I think was, it's yes. Is that yeah, your that guess? Was my guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly who told me about it. And I was like, well, I don't think I'm going to take that. And uh, this person said. <laughs> They're using it in Mexico, and 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 that the person I just talked about, they said that they were vaccinated. They're like, it's just in case you get it. It's just a great way to treat the symptoms. And I was like, and now that I know that it's a horse dewormer, I'm like, I don't have a symbiote in me. I, it's not a parasite. <laughs> COVID isn't like a giant. Like I'm not carrying around a dune worm in my intestines. What the well, fuck? Well, th- this person said it's it treats COVID after you have it. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, it seems like some people are getting it before they get COVID and that's leading to like overdoses and someone, someone else on Twitter, um, got into a Facebook group about it just to spy. And there's tons (laughs) of posts about 
people asking, should I, I'm shitting all over the place, <laughs> like massive diarrhea. And uh, yeah, yeah. Here's the, here's the other thing about uh, using livestock medicine, because Andy's dad told me one time, cause he was, he was a dog trainer, right? Andy's dad, right. Clyde Ashcraft trained pointers, bird dogs, uh, for field trials, uh, for, uh, hunting, right. Pheasant hunting or okay. something like that on horseback. And so he had a horse, he had many different kinds of dogs. And he said that sometimes like, uh, they, they heat. I don't know if he ever did it, but he talked about people getting antibiotics, dog antibiotics when they had an infection. Cause it was unregulated. You could just get it. You didn't have to go to the doctor. He said the biggest problem, mm. I believe he said this to me, I either that, or I made it up is that uh, the biggest problem was figuring out what size dog you were uh, for the dose. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I'm a great dame. <laughs> it's a, I'm a Springer Spaniel. And uh, you know, you're just like, what, what kind of, cause you got to work out the dosage it's for horses. Sure. Horses are 1200 pounds or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. If you are taking the dose of I vector, whatever uh, for a horse, you're going to die. Yeah. So uh, um, yeah, don't. Yeah. Well, the other thing it's, you know, whatever Rogan's he'll be fine and stuff. It's just, it's this type of thinking is causing this to go further and causing this pandemic to go longer. Yeah. And they don't see, they don't think that they don't see Mm -hmm. that. So, I mean, if you just, there was also footage of Virginia tech's homecoming game and it was packed, a stadium packed, no one wearing masks. Um, I guess, uh, they have a vaccine. Um, it's mandatory for students. So not everyone there is, is unvaxxed, but it's still uh, a lot of close proximity and a, a really contagious version of COVID. Um, so it just seems like, you know, it's so frustrating to see these, a guy like Rogan do something that's going to make the pandemic last longer. Um, and it, uh, you know, even if you don't give a shit about all the people that are going to die because it lasts longer, it's going to make it harder for us to work. It makes everything harder. Like it really does. Be, you know, everybody's tired. Everybody's exhausted. Depression. So, yes. mm-hmm. um, that too. I saw a thing on uh, the very beautiful little town that is Alameda. One of the one of the stores said, "We're doing masks again." It was just a sign in the door. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, good for you. Don't even screw with it. Yeah. And, um, and, and uh, Alameda comedy club is requesting vaccination proof actually where the the Burmese restaurant that we went to today, they requested it as well. If you wanted to eat indoors, if you want to eat outdoors, it's fine. Um, and we wanted to eat outdoors anyway, but I still was like, I have it on my phone. Would you like to see it? (laughs) And they're like, no. (laughs) <laughs> um now they're now that they, they, they might reconsider uh uh recommending boosters which um is annoying because i really wanted a booster before i my uh, mother-in-law got hers oh really yep how did she yeah you have to get the same one too if you had pfizer you gotta get pfizer and moderna moderna so and then um, i froze yeah i'm not are, I'm are you supposed to keep the same freezing uh yeah, yeah. I think you are there's been some freezing yeah so I've come to expect but, it now. Well, it's an, and it's a real clock eater, so it'll be nice. Everybody, <laughs> you guys can talk amongst yourselves the next time I freeze. You can be like, mm, I don't know what's going on. See the giant moth behind me. I thought it was a butterfly and I did an episode of hotel art and somebody was like, that's a moth. 
<laughs> oh, I guess it is a moth. I was like, um, okay, let's take another break. Hey, podcast fan. We'd like to get a better idea of who you are and what you care about. So we have a quick favor to ask. If you have a few minutes to spare, please go to MaximumFun.org slash ad survey. There, we've got a short anonymous survey that will take about five minutes to fill out. Plus, if you finish it, you'll get a 10% discount on merch at the MaxFun store. MaxFun shows have always relied on support from our members and always will. This survey will help keep the few ads we do run interesting and relevant to you. That's MaximumFun.org slash ad survey. A-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y. All one word. And thanks for your help. Um, oh, you know what? I did a I did a fundraiser for um, a city council member in Los Angeles, and uh, uh, like Tim Heidecker was there, and uh, Emily Heller was in the audience, and uh, it was fun to it was it was fun to see people, but it was one of those where you, know, you kind of just show up for your spots in LA, and then I'm like, yeah. oh, this audience is really smart. <laughs> uh, this is a little intimidating. And then after I got off stage, or uh, two days later, someone uh, like a reporter for I think the Washington somebody I follow, like a political reporter, is like, hey, great set. How was that? The, I was like, what? Yeah, you were in Outwater. That's crazy. I'm glad I didn't know. You know, uh, I kind of slowly became aware of how uh, intellectual the audience was as I was on stage. Uh, <laughs> I think it worked out okay, but I I got in my head a little bit. Yeah, um, that's too bad mm-hmm. because it was yeah, outdoors. I, yeah, it was. Um, whatever I see. It was cool that I was opening the limestone, but then when I saw that Sarah Schaefer and and Dana Gould were there, I was like, and this isn't, it, it feels like I'm slamming myself, but I'm always like, well, they seem much more successful than me. Why am I the one who's opening this? And, um, and but you know, everybody uh, was like, the set was great and everybody really liked it. And um was fun to see the woman who owns the gay, the lesbian gay uh, gay bar. It's a gay bar, but mostly mm-hmm. lesbian. Um, mm-hmm. Where it was actually one of the venues, the back door, and um, the first limestone that I ever did. Her name is Smooth with a V. Yes, it is. Yeah. And she lent me her moped for like a short ride, for like a little, just ten minute. And I had mm. the time of my life. <laughs> and I and I saw her on the street after the show, and I did, and she was like, "You did great." And I was like, "It's it's you," and I couldn't remember her name, but I was like, "You with the because I see her every she comes to every show when I play oh, at Bloomington, cool. and it's but and she's super nice, but it made me I was like, "It's it's your name. It has a V in it, uh, and I and I think it should have a th, but it's smooth." And then you have smooth the moped, moped lady, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so and she's super got it. That's cool. Pretty great. Um, I'm out of things. Yeah. Oh, except for I saw Free Guy. I saw Free Guy. Oh, did you like it? I really liked it, as you can imagine. Yeah. It was essentially mm-hmm. Deadpool for children, is what it was. And because okay. uh, did you ever see the Deadpool movies? I don't think I did. They're just odd. Uh, they're they're a lot of murders like and a lot of dick Free jokes. Guy for adults. Yeah. It's free guy for adults. <laughs> <laughs> you should do stand up is what people say sometimes. Uh, so I will say, yeah, I, I really liked it. And um, I'm going to go see Shang-Chi tomorrow. 
And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what if when I get home, because Andy was like, I'm going to save it for you, which means that I'll be saving it for him. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I'm mm. saving Ted Lasso for my son. We watch it together. Um, you have Apple TV? Yeah. Yeah, it's not exclusive. Anyone can get it, Jackie. Uh, <laughs> I know, but it's like, it'd be like I the sixth selected. thing. <laughs> it'd be like the sixth thing I would be paying $7 a month yeah, for. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's more oh. than, I think it's more than seven. I know. HBO is a lot. That's the most expensive one. And I guess, well, I guess Netflix is as well. Netflix um, is the most expensive. HBO is only $10. Disney Plus is $7. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well then, fifteen. Maybe I'm paying. I'm paying the max price. I oh, you might be getting. You might be getting something (laughs) fancy. It's. uh, I don't think I am. I. I, uh, I, Yeah. Go ahead. No, I got nothing. I'm trying to get myself off of Twitter, which makes me only tweet more. Like I took it off my phone, so now I'm going through the browser, and it just takes forever. But I'm like, I'm not putting this app back on my phone. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make it hurt to tweet I, I did that like three months ago but i this is surprising to me because this is a big part of i saw that you're kind of on instagram you took pictures and I'm posted trying, on instagram yes i you know what i like about instagram i hate seeing everyone's careers i really do it it like it causes me anxiety uh so so that is one thing i scroll past and i and i am i am torn do i contribute to that by posting my shows you know or do I just try to put something, I don't know. I, I don't want to contribute to the overall show promotion anxiety, but then you kind of, it helps maybe get people out. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just posted some cool pictures in New York City. That's what I got. I saw, I, yeah, I I saw sitting, that. I was in the villa. I got there early yesterday uh, for Greenwich. And so I was sitting in the park and uh, there's this little tree on top of a giant building. And uh, it, like, it was fighting so hard to grow you know, like a rooftop tree. It's like, Mm -hmm. I admired its spirit. So I saw that. And, uh, did you, did, here's my question. Did you get the finalized art from, from 800 pound gorilla for your new, for your album? Cause that's a good post. Um, Oh, that is a good post. I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I got it. I think, uh, I think, uh, or maybe I did. I got a draft uh, of, of, of okay. some of the stuff and I just zoomed in on it so that I could put it up and make the announcement of what the name of the album was going to be. And sure. I'm pretty excited about it. I don't, you know, it's literally the most show busy thing that I do is put out albums. So right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally, so I'm going to be excited about that. That's going to be my thing. I be, yeah, I suppose um, it, as opposed to the other most show busy thing I do, which is perform. <laughs> yep and then brunches at magnolia grill oh that's yeah your third most show busy thing we did that um I, we did that was fun i think um the guys that i produced 45 jokes with are gonna put their put the the uh special version on amazon prime so okay. if you have amazon you can you can watch it for free or you can rent it if you don't but um uh, that's a separate thing. I just, it's just sitting there useless and, uh, no one's watching it because it's hidden. And, uh, you know, it's, it's my set. It's a like hospice footage. And I, I, later they told me that they added that. So people wouldn't think I was so mean. They're like, Oh, see, she does love her mother and her father. But, uh, I guess it added some humanity. Cause I guess I needed humanity added to me. <laughs> 
But also Conan and Patton and Andy Kindler are in it talking about uh, comedy and grief and stuff. So it's kind of cool, you know? This is um, 45 jokes about your dead dad? Yeah. That that one? Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I yeah. thought I got I got lost in the middle of that and because you mentioned your mom. And I was like, did you film something with your mom in hospice? And I was like, that would have been brutal. Uh, no, I didn't, did yeah. not film that. Uh, took a few pics of course. Um, and I look sure. at them when I feel like just getting sad. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I should, what I should do now is caption a couple of chunks from, uh, maybe from the San Francisco sets, but also just from later, like Acme. I was there in Acme a couple months, uh, right after I taped my album so that like the be- the bits are better now <laughs> so I, yeah. I can put those up and you know yeah be like hey that's on the album you know said with less confidence but still <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you have video uh, so yeah because i i have a i have a comedy work set that is essentially four or five weeks before i rec- uh, film the album and i could uh, probably put some of that up but yeah. i'm gonna have the special to chop up into 30 second one minute chunks in about yeah. a week and a half so um yeah yeah part of me is like well should i be saving that for a late night set but it's like i don't know am i ever gonna get a late night set again should i save anything for anything at all <laughs> you know i mean i don't know what's the yes. point of saving shit <laughs> For what? Right, right, right. Live in the moment. Know. It's yeah. uh, they say live in the moment. I say, where are we at here? 53. I say live in the past and stay angry. Oh, <laughs> seven more minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you? Where are you going this week? Well, you're coming home. Are you coming home tomorrow? Coming home. Then I have a lot of spots in uh, Los Angeles. Um, oh, let's see cool. on uh, September 11th, 9/11. Uh, the national holiday, a comedy holiday. Uh, I'm at uh, the West Side in Santa Monica for the eight o'clock show, and then I'm at the the Laugh Factory in Long Beach for the ten thirty show. Oh wow! Um, and then on the tenth, which is a Friday before that, I'm doing little little spots at Flappers, and I'm and headlining Flappers August or October first and second. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, so I'll yeah. just be in town bopping around. Doing Team Coco at, at Largo. It's it's kind of a week of uh, you know um, impressive venues. I'm at uh, doing a Team Coco show at Largo on Wednesday. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in Irvine uh, at the Improv yeah. with Maria on Wednesday, and then I'm on Thursday doing Flappers with Maria, the ninth, and then on the tenth I have nothing. So feel free to book me. Uh, and then on the eleventh, it's Sunday the twelfth. It's a Sunday we're doing San Jose a week from tomorrow. Hmm. That's weird. Okay. So my Friday, Saturday, uh, I should probably remind the improv that I'm available and uh, see if I can pick up some sets. That'd be cool. Totally. Also, um, I'm at, uh, on the 12th, I'm doing two shows. I'm doing one at, at Good Nights, I think, which is like uh, Burbank, North Hollywood. But also I'm doing a show at the Comedy Chateau, which is like... <laughs> Just gonna go in covered in masks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just chips and get the fuck out. You're just like it I. Feels, I have. I, I'm standing in Purell. My boots are full of Purell. It feels like the Wild West at the Comedy Chateau, right? Uh, not any worse. I had a I had a friend of mine that I've yeah. known from the old day job that 
called like called me up. She said, I went and saw stand up. And it's she's not a friend of mine. She's an acquaintance that I've known for 20 odd years. And yeah, she was, no I friend would tell saw, you that. I finally went and saw stand up comedy and I was like, Oh, where'd you go? And she goes, The Ha Ha Cafe. And I said, No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't see stand up comedy. She said, well, The, the MC okay. was drunk and he wasn't funny. But so there was she a guy did see later. Stand up comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there was a guy later who was drunk who was funny. And he was, and um, I guess, did you know that Don Rickles' daughter did stand up comedy? I heard that. I don't know her. I She's don't think doing that. insult comedy, shockingly. <laughs> and I guess Jay was there, uh, Jay Moore. And oh, okay. uh, so, but there was, uh, she said, I that thought she you thought, met Leno. The Jays are out. The Jays are the Jays out. Are, they're work- everywhere. Right. They're working smaller venues. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but um, she said that some of that was only two people that were, it was the drunk guy and Jay Moore. That's who she liked. Okay. Um, well, you know, I, the Hot House Fun, it's a great room. They used it to, to film Hacks. They used it to film the Sacramento show at Hacks. So it's uh, it, typecasting. It I always feel like no. <laughs> I always feel like the club, it's 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 as good as the comics that are there that night, you know? And uh if yes. I think so yeah. exactly. the more the more <laughs> the more a club books a lot of good comics, the better the club is. You know, yes. they all backslide every once in a while because they need to make money. Sure. So they, but it nobody backslides. Awful. Nobody backslides more than my people. Who <laughs> it is? Yes, your people do own the haha. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, they do. That is true. It's probably some guy named Arthur. I've noticed this week that a lot of Armenian guys are named Arthur. And I was um, like, "What is happening? What is the translation from, you know, Morad?" Oh, interesting. Uh, to um, oh, it's Morad to Arthur. No, it is. It is not Morad. Morad. Um, okay. I don't know what more we called my uncle Murad. We called him moose. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then we used to, we used to say to his kids, our cousins, we'd say, we call him uncle moron. And then they would call my dad, whose name is Elliot, uncle idiot. So, uh, <laughs> what, a, our, what a hostile Thanksgiving. You guys it was had. a very hostile family. Gathering. The morons and the idiots are coming over for, uh, Exactly. <laughs> it was not a positive experience with the two of them. Um, I keep bringing to all of these um, hotel rooms, Ethernet cables and adapters, because I was hoping that there would be an Ethernet jack because I'm living in 2004. Uh, nobody's got an Ethernet jack on the wall. They have, weirdly enough, more phone jacks on the wall when there's barely a telephone in a hotel room anymore. Remember, we had to bring our modems with us, our 14.4s, our 28.8s, and, and we had to unplug the phone and plug it in. Oh, yep. my God. Those were the you've days. Got, you've got mail. Oh, um, so exciting to go back to your hotel room and have mail on AOL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not exciting then, anymore. You find out instantly that the joy of returning to messages is, <laughs> you know, it's lost on this generation. I'm really sad they don't have it. I'm... I think that they'll 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 have other regrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle, all right. You know what? Let they well, don't need you the have minute. two minutes left, but I was cutting down a minute, so you're getting greedy. It's uh, wow. it's true. Well, we also you know here's the good news about Max Fun. There's a <laughs> lot of breaks. There's a lot of breaks that are just gonna. It's true. Oh. That's true. Yes. Good call. Yes, Lori. Yeah. 
Yeah, guys, I got to go. I got to get on a train. Uh, there, there's re- reduced. Oh my god, Jackie! <laughs> there's reduced reduced subway service because of uh, because downtown was flooded. All right. Uh, well, I have to go um, do what comics do in the afternoon before a gig. Nap. Nothing. That is the polite term. Yes. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.